Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. In other words, those that are here are so poor irrespective of what they have. When a man gives you something, it has limitation. Dollar is cut by man. It was the ingenuity of man. Pound. The money you are so crazy about. Man. I was watching Idi Amin. A couple of days ago. Yeah, I, there are some things I watch. I, I learned a lot from it. How Satan... People, Satan use people to punish men. Yeah. Then I'll find out how God used people to redeem men. So that I will learn how to redeem men. Can you see that? Yes, sir. So, you know, Idi Amin, he chopped all the money in the country. Then he entered the bank of the central bank and said, I want more money. They said, there's no money. He said, print more. So money is printed. And it is printed by men. Yes, and anything man is mundane, is limited, wow. and is of measure. Yes, There's no eternity in it. Yes, Please understand this. So when Jesus came here, for those that believed in him, through his poverty, poverty means that he came into this world where poor people are found. And he translated those who believed to this place. So today, we are as rich as him when he was. Okay? Are you rich? Now, the Holy Spirit explained to me why he said we have become rich beyond measure. He should have just said you have become rich just like Christ. The reason why he said beyond measure is to tell you that since here, everything is done by measure. Now that you have come here, please have the understanding or the mindset that here, whatever you have become, it is beyond the measure here. In other words, it is infinite. Do you know why you think you are poor? Do you know why you think you don't have money? Because you think, you, you, you think about everything according to measure. But you are born again. You have all things. You are so rich like Christ. And I explained to you on Friday. When an American man is coming to Ghana, he doesn't change money into cities to bring here. It is poor countries. 
that change money of the rich country, correct? Yes. Because when I take my CDs to America, nobody changes it. When you take Naira to America, nobody changes it. But when you take pound to Nigeria or to Ghana, you can convert that money into the local currency. Is that correct? I'm teaching you something profound. That is why when Jesus came to the earth, he didn't bring money. But when he got to a point where he needed to pay tax, he was able to translate his riches into gold coin that did what? Paid all his debt. He cashed out. Today, when you are traveling to the U.S., you must change a lot of cities to dollar before you can go. When you are going to the U.K., the same. When you are going to Europe, the same. But when they are coming here, they come with their own currency. Then they go to a place where they can cash out and convert that currency into the local currency. Is that correct? Your problem is that nobody has taught you that your riches is not here. Your riches is here. And you'll be amazed what these riches are. Joy. Patience. Love. Kindness, long suffering, glory, power, gentleness. Uh, you don't see it as riches. You are waiting for me to say dollar, pound. That is not your true riches. Your true riches are what I have mentioned. So now, when I am coming here, I carry along my gentleness, my joy, my character. I bring it here. Now, once I am here, these riches can be converted into any currency. Dollar, pound, CD, euro. According to the need. Can you see this? Yes, sir. Do you understand now? Yes, sir. If I just say that we are going to give some money, let's give people give thousand. Immediately, your mind goes back to some cash you have there. We don't pledge based on cash physical cash we have. We pledge based on here. Do you know why you can even pledge on amount you have at home, yet it will not be enough to redeem? Because you are dwelling in the realms of poverty. That's it. Look at it. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, he said, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? Anybody that comes from heaven, enjoy. The Lord was sharing with me, Bishop Oedipo. And the Lord was explaining how he's so super rich. And when you ask him, he says, I don't know. Faith. Faith. Do you know Forbes did an inter um, a research on him and described his net worth? He got so angry. He said, this is an understatement. He said, my wealth and my riches cannot be measured. The day you said you want to be a billionaire is the day you start living in the life of measure. Listen, to say be rich is an understatement. I am. 
I'm so rich, I don't need anything. Your, your problem will be, but why am I not seeing in there? It's because you're not working by faith. Because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. What is your faith? Your faith is, I have. You see, your problem is, how will it manifest? When you're from America coming to Ghana, do you think about the Forex Bureau? You just come and you find one. Your problem is, how is it going to be? How is it going to come? How will it happen? Do you know, these kind of thoughts, they block the flow. It means you don't believe. You don't believe. You are too rich, you have no idea. You are as rich as Christ, even before he became Jesus. That's how rich you are. And you are not richer than him or her. We are as rich as him. Say, I'm too rich. I didn't say so rich. I said too rich. Too rich because it's infinite. Now, when something is infinite, when I come and I, I, I give you a billion of my riches, I still go back with infinite riches. Do you know why when you give people money for a while, they ask you, you get angry at a point? Because what you have is finishing. It means your money, you get angry at your own brother, your wife, your sister. Oh, I gave you money yesterday. But I gave you money yesterday. But why is it ah, you chop money too much? Because it's finite. The choice is yours. As you live here today, just note you are as rich as Christ. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. When I'll be talking about this over here, I'll worry your head with this truth until you hear and hear and hear and hear and wrap off i mean clean off a lot of i am not rich i am you dress like you are poor you behave like you are poor look i said it on friday if you, you work in the office and they pay you salary you don't have faith for money it's either you don't have faith for money or you cannot have faith for money because every month you know that 2,000 CDs will come. Will you have faith for that one? So when I say, Raja, can you give us 1,500? Immediately your mind will go, today's 24th. Okay, by 25th. Okay, I will give. So you are not having faith. You are depending. Are you, are you seeing it? Now, when you walk by faith, eh, you will be receiving cashing out your true riches. Even the salary that falls in your account, you will forget that there's something falling into your account. Trust me. Now, if you are not working and you are being paid on a monthly basis, build faith. Don't allow that person who is working build more faith for wealth more than you. Because this person is depending on somebody every month. Me, I don't have anybody giving me. When somebody insults you in church, you will stop. But when they insult you, and your mother and your father are at work. You are still there. Why? Because if I leave the work, how will I survive? But you come to church and your, 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 your leader will say, hey, why did you come to church late? Why did you... Uh, uh, I won't come again. Majai. 
I'm telling you. Listen, learn faith. Build faith. How do you build it? Here and here and here and here and here. Here. Here plenty. Something will build up in you. Now you will cash out every week. As we close like this, you go home and you rest. When you get up, you begin to cash out. You cash out. I'm telling you. Say, I'm cashing out. All right. Let's go to the blood. I'm too rich. I'm too rich. When you know this, when they give you 700, 800, you are, why are you bothered? That money is a seed. See, when you are too rich, eh, you can now go out confidently and go and bargain. Say, how much is this house? He said, 1.2 billion. He said, okay, can you remove this? Can you, is it allowed? But physically, you don't have human cash in your pocket. But who says we negotiate with human cash in your pocket? Do you know the currency coffee? Very soon, I'll begin to move around. These houses, they are built that they don't live in. You, you are me. You, faith, eh? Faith. Faith always gives something out. If you say it didn't work, can I tell you some news? It was not faith in the first place. Lord, I've been given. Lord, I've done what the word says. But it didn't happen. But I had faith for it. Please, it wasn't faith. Because faith gives. If it was faith, there would be a result. Sometimes your language even negates faith. I'll give you one of them. Parapantosha, you have prayed. Lord, thank you. Jesus, I believe. Say, Charlie, I'm about to hit, eh? Faith means you have. Faith is an eye that sees what has been done. Now, you hear what Jesus said to this woman. When the faith came, Jesus said, who touched my rope? My rope, uh-huh. His disciples said to him, look at this crowd. Pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? It means they were a bit unhappy and angry. This they started long ago. I'm sure there's some, some, some people there say, oh, men and women. Oh, so if you baby, why touch him? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, like that, Jesus. But the Bible says he kept on looking. He kept on looking to see. Then the frightened, and the land they were frightened. Why was she frightened? Hmm. Trembling at the realization of what had happened to her came and fell at the knees in front of him and told him what she had done. Why? Because under the law, nobody was permitted to see the face of God. Because they know when you see his face, you die. 
So when Jesus looked at her and found her, she had no choice but to come. But this time around, she did not see a judgmental face of God. She saw a loving face. And Jesus said something he had never said to anybody in Israel. Daughter. Now, this was an outcast. This was somebody that was bleeding. That was, that was an outcast. Yet, Jesus called her. Check your Bible. Jesus has never called anybody daughter. This woman was the only person that received such a relational statement. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Then he said, go in peace. Your suffering is over. These were loving words from Jesus. Unto an outcast that everybody had rejected. You see, when you reject somebody, please, that is you. But the loving arms of Christ is open to and for that person. Now, you see the statement, go in peace. Actually, in the Hebrew means, go into peace. Which means that, for 12 years of her life, she had never had peace. Now, after her healing, Jesus asked her to now enter into peace. Faith brings peace. The result of faith launches you into peace. He said, your suffering is over. Your suffering is over. Ladies and gentlemen, if you lay hold on righteousness, your suffering is over. Don't accept any kind of suffering. Say, my sufferings are over. My sufferings are over. Say, my sufferings are over. This is how we respond to the word of God. This is how we respond to the word of God. You don't accept it. The Bible just showed you that anybody that touches righteousness, every suffering is over. You see, Satan works on legal grounds. If somebody on legal grounds take my house, I can't use Takashi to collect the house. I must also go to the place where legal justice is given. So that we bargain or whatever, talk over whatever we have. And the justice shall give to whoever qualifies. So sufferings, sicknesses, diseases, all these kind of things, they come into our lives on a legal ground called the law. You don't, you don't just open up your mouth and say, it is over, get out. No, you must say it on legal grounds. In your case, what is the legal ground? I am the righteousness of God. Because when you say you are the righteousness of God, you have automatically spoken about the blood of Jesus and the death of Jesus. It was because of these two, you became righteous. So I am righteous on legal grounds. And the Bible says, the righteous shall flourish, not suffer. You didn't hear that. The righteous shall what? Flourish. And I explained to you on Friday, you know what it means? It means to blossom. It means to break out. So every day I'm breaking out. You shouldn't be suffering over school fees. You shouldn't be suffering over rent. You shouldn't be suffering over money. You shouldn't be suffering over... Any kind of suffering has come to an end. And these things, you must fight it. You must claim it on legal grounds. 
I am the righteousness of God. All sufferings have ended. Look at it. Who? The righteous. This is what you are supposed to be doing. You are supposed to be flourishing every day. You flourish every day. You flourish every day. You flourish every day. You You see, every day of my life is flourishing. Today you see me this way. Tomorrow, not up and down. Not up and down. Not up and down. Say, my life is not up and down. Say, my life is not up and down. Say, my life is forward and above. There are some people that go take two steps forward, 20 steps back. Five steps forward, 30 steps back. That should never be your life. The Bible says, and Isaac, he was strong. And what? He moved forward until he was what? Very rich. That's your life. That's your life. Say forward and above. Say my life is forward and above. Not up and down. Because in the world they have accepted this kind of thing. Oh, in life, you know, you go up tomorrow, you come down. Life is not, that's a life from the pit of hell. Who are they talking to? The righteous? I flourish. Look at Isaac. He works great. Great should have been enough. But in God's book, great is not enough. It is very great. It is very great. Until you end at very great, you have not arrived yet. Uh, I'm telling you. Don't accept. You know, people have accepted that. So, if your life keeps going down, you have accepted because in this world that we are, do you know what has happened to you? You are no longer in the world of poverty legally. The Bible says you are in the world. You are not off the world. So I am too rich. Anytime you feel like something is blocking, you're not moving forward. Say, I'm the righteousness of God. That's your legal right. Satan doesn't like it one bit. Righteousness of God. Okay. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, he explained. He said, he made him to be sin. Who knew no sin? Were you not a sinner? All your sins were transferred. What What should be blocking you? What should be stopping you from becoming wealthy? And so on and so forth was sin. But the Bible says God made Jesus to be that one. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So if sin blocks people's movement and progress, now nothing can can block it. Because the sins on me are no longer on me. They have been that's why you must claim your righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. Now they call me the Moshesh Chedek. You know Moshe Tedek? He means the teacher of righteousness. And I love to teach righteousness. Because righteousness wants to make people free. Righteousness wants when people stand in their rightful place. I didn't, let me just help you. I didn't finish that one. When I was talking about the riches, when he said the true riches, eh, he said, through poverty, we have be, become right. That we might become what? 
rich. Beyond measure. Do you know what it means? The Bible says that through faith, Romans 5, 2, through faith, we have what? We have access into this grace wherein we stand. Hmm. That place called riches is the place of grace. That place called the grace is called the place of blessedness. That place of blessedness is called the place of the blood. And the Bible says, I am standing there. You are standing in grace. You are standing in riches. How do I know? The Bible says that ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus. That though he was rich, grace. You get it now? Now that grace, where Jesus stood and made him so rich, the Bible says that by whom we also have access, so amplified. Through him, we also, we also have what? Our access, entrance, introduction by faith. That's what I told you. Into this grace, state of God's favor. Hold on there. What is favor? Favor means you being positioned to receive. That's what favor means. So you are already standing somewhere ready to receive. So if it is you are not seeing it in your life, you are not receiving. No, you are positioned, but you are not receiving. You get it now? The state of God's favor in which we are firmly and safely stand. We stand there. And let, your, uh, let us rejoice and exult in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Shout glory! Where you are standing today in God's grace, you can't lose it. In other words, you can never be poor. You will see signs of poor if you fail to receive. Because God has given. When I do this, take one billion and your hands are there. And you're like, hey, see money? I'm rich. Do you have it? What do you do? You receive it. Exactly. So the Bible says in 2 Peter 1.3, God has given all things that pertains to life and godliness. There's nothing you need in this world that has not been given. According as his divine power. Look, he gave it to you according to his power. <laughs> Giving us what? All, all things that pertains unto life. Shoe, socks, belt, money, child, husband, wife, babies, marriage. All things that pertains to life has been given. Your job. The Old Testament, their job was to ask, ask, ask. My job is not to ask. They have been what? Giving. My job is to receive, receive, receive. That's what Romans 5.17 says. And they that shall receive the abundance of grace.
Can you see that? Yes. Said they which shall they which receive, they which receive, they which receive, not those who are looking. They which receive the abundance of grace. And I've been explaining grace to you. So riches, favor, blessedness. The Bible says those who receive. So you receive by saying, I am rich. I claim this. I receive this. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they shall you reign in this life. As for the gift of righteousness, everybody has it. But not everybody is receiving grace. That's the point. Everybody sitting here has the gift of righteousness. Because righteousness, you don't work for it. But grace has been made available. It's like you are so thirsty and somebody has shown you where a tap is and you have gone to sit at the tap and you are crying. Or let's, let's assume the tap is flowing. And you are sitting and watching. You are crying. How can I? Like the man that sat at the pool for 38 years. How long will it take for me to pull myself? Huh? 38 years. I would have put myself small, small. 38 years if I'm walking to America, I'll arrive. So that I get to the pool to receive what will come in there. But he was sitting in his mind. Won't somebody come and carry me? Won't somebody come and take me? Even when Jesus came to bring healing to him and asked, do you want to be made whole? Look at his mindset. People are rich in Christ, but poor physically because of their mindset. He said, do you want to be made rich? Look at his answer. I can't say, the sick man said. Did Jesus ask him to do anything? Go back. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time he asked would you like to get well would you like it's a simple question but it's not simple to a man whose mindset is focused on something crazy his mindset is focused on help somebody come and help me somebody come and help me so look at the answer you will know i can't ah do you want to make whole? I can't. Jesus said, would you want to make whole? He heard. Can you go to the pool? So she, he heard something else. <laughs> Mommy God. Don't ever say that nonsense. You hear me? The economy make hot. Man make hot. Do you know, you think you are, you think you are, you are speaking the words of the world. Rich men don't talk like that. Let them increase fuel. 35 billion percent. You will still find people saying, fill it. You will still see cars. Fill it. Yeah. Now, I don't drive a lot. When I, when I used to drive around and go to the fleet station, I would see people say, 100. Then they would get down and come and stand there and watch. And then when they are done, they, they push. Then, then I'll give my card. I'll say, fill it. And then they will feel, I just got a woman, I'm gone. Life is a choice. 
May you not be like the, <laughs> the impotent man. The sick man said, For I have no one to put me into the pool. That wasn't the question. Complain. That's how some of us behave. We complain. Even in prayer, you complain. You complain now and remind God that you, you have been coming to church plenty. Lord, I've been paying my tithe. Lord, I've been doing this. But Lord, I can't say anything. God says, can you take this? for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people People are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.